Okay, good evening. So, just to review, um, so last week we discussed uh, how egregious, and I think Mrs. Ryan did a good job of explaining to the, to the boys, to the kids, not to, for this for you know, that Kass is egregious. It is destructive, it is egregious, um, not only for the people around you, whose lives you make difficult, you ruin, relationships that are, are fractured, we mentioned, um, but it's egregious for the person involved because a person who has kas, a person who has anger, their own neshama is damaged. Their own soul is hampered. They themselves have, as the language of the Zohar, their hearts ripped, their neshama ripped. And the reason I pointed out it's so important to recognize that kas is toxic is because if we know how dangerous it is, that we'll know that there's never a good reason for it. There's never an excuse. Part of the difficulty of overcoming anger um, is that anger, we rationalize. We imagine this anger is okay. I, um, I would imagine everyone at this table would concur that beating a child is not potching lightly <laughs> occasionally, but beating a child is never okay. It's, 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 in fact, even saying it and thinking about it revolts us. Well, if we had the same re- revulsion when thinking about anger, we wouldn't ever look at it as acceptable. Part of the challenges is that we think it's acceptable. What we really spoke about uh, for a few minutes uh, last week is that anger is always evil. Anger is always problematic. Um, and Mimela, it's never acceptable. So, what we discuss is the, the most important uh, antidote to do anger, to, towards anger, is savlanus, is patience, is being bearing, right? Bearing a little bit of a burden. And we pointed out that if you want to be successful in any relationship, you have to have savlanus. Right? Whether you're two people learning Bechavrusa, or you're two friends, certainly in marriage, or with relatives, if you want to have a deep, long-term relationship, we have to bear with other people. Everyone's different. Today, somebody's tired. Today, somebody puts up, it has this in this mood. Someone feels this way. Some people make comments around you. Some people appreciate the comments. Some people don't, and they're innocent comments. And in order to have an ability to, to remain um, calm, because remember, as we mentioned last week, anger doesn't just ruin you for the moment. It ruins your day. It ruins who you are as a person. Well, you have to be able to tolerate. Right? Patience, we often, Savlonis comes from the language of being to soivel, to be able to bear, and to be able to tolerate people around you. And not only people, we mentioned Hashem, Kavayalka, we'll see this today as well, people get angry at Hashem. They, God gives them tests, challenges, sometimes big, sometimes small, and people literally take out their anger <laughs> at Hashem. And that's because they, they themselves are not patient um, and bearing. They expect life to go the way that they like. Right? Wouldn't it be nice if everything was, I want this and this is what happened. Like little kids. Sometimes you have a little kid, they want something. And they really want it. And you don't get it. What do they, ha- what do, they do? It's a temper tantrum. Wow. So, have experienced this besides me? Oh, right. okay. So you have a temper tantrum. So we sometimes are those little kids. Now we, we look at the little kid it's like you know they want they wanted the, the they were a pars I'm sure you've seen this in pars <laughs> once in a while right sure that the Levine kids but some kids go there and the parents say no 
And the kid says, I want this chocolate, a gozi, whatever it may be. And the kid throws a tantrum. And we look at it like he's a little kid, but we do the same thing. We think we want, we don't want to be healthy. We want to, um, make a living. You know, we want, some people want to get married, whatever it may be, right? And it doesn't go exactly the way we like, exactly the, at the right time. And we get upset, and we, 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 we don't stick to the fight. On the contrary, we get angry, we get depressed, uh, we get frustrated, and that also creates an anger, God forbid, uh, to Kavach HaShem. So, what we discussed last week, and I'll reiterate this, and I'll repeat it again, that it's, I'm, 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 I'm honored, really, that people come to hear me, but the point of this is not to, to listen to me, or even to take notes, which is certainly recommended, but to improve ourselves. And the way we'll improve ourselves is by actually bringing it to practice. That just talking about it and imagining it um, is, is not enough. It actually has to be uh, that we bring it into our day and day life. So we discussed last week that uh, you should pick a time. So I'll tell you, I'll share with you. I picked it dinner time for, for me, you know, can I have a few kids? If you've ever been at my table for dinner time, you will learn that if you don't have savalanas, <laughs> you will be very frustrated. Not only will you be very frustrated, you won't enjoy your dinner. Not only will you not enjoy your dinner, you'll make people's lives unnecessarily miserable because kids are kids and they're gonna test your patience. So I worked on my, my time is dinner time. I don't, don't have to share, I'm just sharing just to give an idea what I did. Maybe people can learn from that. Um, and I did recommend that to pick that 15 minutes a day. And that 15 minutes is no matter what. No matter what, you cannot lose your patience and get angry. Now, I point, we pointed out, I, the author pointed out, that having patience doesn't mean being apathetic. It doesn't mean not reacting when you're supposed to react. For example, he gave an example. If you see somebody, um, Sarah Cohen, eating her cheeseburger from Sharon, Massachusetts, so if Sarah Cohen is eating her cheeseburger in front of you, and Sarah Cohen knows better, you shouldn't be there apathetic and not do anything. You should say, now you don't scream at Sarah, what are you, out of your mind? You know, and throw rocks at Sarah. Right? Scream at her, that's not going to help you, and it's not going to help her. So the point was that you shouldn't, you should be able to care enough about your friend, the person you care about, Sarah, but to say it nicely. Or to say it without any anger. On the contrary, say it out of love. Sarah, you know better. Now, if Sarah doesn't know about kosher, or it's very far from that, maybe don't say that about her. But think about how it's something to make her start, you know. But not to be apathetic. If you see somebody taking drugs, I can't get angry, so I won't say anything at them. You know, I'll be quiet. Oh, so if, you ha- you're, if you're at a dinner table, for example, personal example, and your kid takes the ketchup and... So, I'm... <laughs> So I, it's like 15 minutes and I can't get angry so I won't say which kid not that didn't happen by the way but if it did happen um, I wouldn't say to them quietly and let my kid then you know dump the soup over so I would say calmly which is the way you should always do it and if I if I had to get angry it would be external anger not internal this is unacceptable you mean to react without getting emotionally uh, angry because we're in that 15 minutes so again 15 minutes a day, no matter what you do. And then we recommended um, to have a partner, ideally. Again, if you, this, is, this class is for all of us. If you want to conquer anger, or whatever we're going to do next after this, you got to work on it. I mean, that this is what life is about. I mean, this is, if, as mentioned, 
if we could be successful in this, the dividends in this world and the next for ourselves, for our family, are, are unlimited. It's, it's, it's mind-boggling. The qualitative life will have better if we're not angry. Now, Mrs. Gadali asked me that at the end last time, well, most people don't have raging anger. You know, but most people have you know, frustrations and disappointments and anger sometimes some people the, the, their anger turns to depression really depression depressed about their situation depressed about their relationships depressed with Hashem some people turns to anger literally they scream at people some people just turns to frustration and some people they just don't function as well as they could everyone reacts differently you know my kids got sick this week so everyone got sick in a different way no two kids get sick the same exact way Right? The mothers are all nodding their heads, right? Okay. And the symptoms are the same sickness, different symptoms, different kids. Well, people, anger is bad for all, and different people react differently. Mm-hmm. Just like stress is not good for anybody, okay? Uh, by the way, if we work on our self-awareness, we'll have a lot less stress. We'll be able to bear a lot more in life, mm-hmm. happily. That's not, not talking about ready to burst. Um, <coughs> but people react differently. So we mentioned a great idea, and that is to have after your 15 minutes a day, you have a partner. Did you do it with Mrs. Hartman? No, she left. I know she's in Florida, but you didn't do it with her? She's not your partner? She left. She left, she left right, right away. She okay. left the next day. Next day. I was wondering, you were walking by yourself. I was wondering what happened, you know. You call her the phone as you're walking. Did you feel a little anger about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, okay. So, the point is, is really, it's, I, I, again, you know, it sounds a little whatever, but if you had something to talk it over with, how you did, an order with a friend, it would be fantastic. I'm not asking if you did it, I suppose, UIC walking with her in the morning when I drive by there, but Meridian, you know. You know. Oh. So, but my point is, is if you really want to gain, and it could even not be someone in this class, if you want to, review it with your spouse. Your spouse will be a great judge, by the way. <laughs> if you really want to make sure you did a good job, tell them those 15 minutes and you'll see how you did. Right? But you know what? The gain is ours. The gain is really, the gain is, is really ours. Because if we change, we are not 10 times. We're geometrically much greater people. We're bigger vessels to do what God wants us in this world. The more calm, cool, relaxed we are in life, the better our relationships will be with everyone because, you know, again, as mentioned, one of the greatest um, glues in whether it's in marriage and any relationship is trust. And you can trust a person who's consistently your friend, consistently calm to you and caring to you and giving. I, I once dealt with a, a Sean Bias case. This is a very interesting case. Um, it was not a husband and wife. It was a parent-child relationship. And the child... Uh, had a very traumatized relationship with their parent. Ninety something percent of the time, ninety-five percent, let's imagine, that parent was caring, giving, kind, nice. Five percent of the time, the parent was irrational, screaming. If I can use the word, lunatic. <laughs> so what happened? Right, ninety-five percent of the time, cool, calm, relaxed. That five percent, the kid never knew when it was going to happen. And they're always on shpilkas. They're always on their, you know, when is this person going to explode at me? So the 95%, unfortunately, was not paid attention to. Right? We can imagine. You know, we hear, imagine a husband, because we're all ladies here, except myself. Um, 
husband's a nice guy. Certainly nice, brings flowers every Shabbos, makes his bed. I don't know what kind of husband makes his bed, you know? I, I never heard of such a person. So, makes his bed, you know, cleans up after himself, is courteous, but once a month he beats his wife. And you don't know what's going to happen, right? So, do you think, if that beating can happen any time during the month, right? It kinda, do you think the wife is going to be calm any, ever in the month? Because he can snap that one time at any point. So my point is, is that if that 95% of the time could be lost by 5%, so if you want to have great relationships with people, whether it's your spouse, parent, child relationship, parent, child-parent relationship, right, it's integral to have trust. And the way you trust is by being consistently, being able to deal with relationship. And guess what? Every close relationship are going to have things that you don't like. Sometimes intentional, sometimes unintentional, and if you don't, we don't learn how to bear, and bear again, when people get angry, or disappointed, or sad, or, or upset, it, it, it manifests people in different ways. There are people who lose their true cool, and throw dishes, and who knows what, right? And there's people who scream, and people don't talk. They just, I once had somebody, I can't say something, but let's put it this way: the, the wife had nothing to do with the husband. Like literally, after they got to fight, didn't scream at him, didn't throw anything, just nothing, zero, weren't like ignored. So, so some people like that's extreme, completely, completely annoying. But some relationship cools. You're just cool to the person. You're not warm. You know, you, you warm people. You can feel when they're warm. You can feel there's a cooling. So if we want to have great relationships to others and with Hashem, right, there are people who, when life is going great, they can come pray. Woo! You look at them like, and when life is not the way they like, they can't open up to them and say the word. Right? Or they can't do it with their heart into it. So the more we gain and glean, the better it will be on so many levels. And it, the, the dividends multiply, multiply. So again, I, I just say this because, you know, there's a lot of opportunity lost in life. Um, opportunity to, to improve ourselves is what life is all about. The Vilnagain writes in, in Evan Shleimah, they quote the Vilnagain, that the whole tachla sachayim, the whole purpose of life, is to fix our character traits. Right? Fixing character traits, as discussed, does not happen from shiurim. It, it helps, step one. It's important to have the right process, but it ha- happens with work. Right? Nothing good happens automatically. If it, if it would just be here like class and voila, you know, I'm, I'm better. My life would be easy. That's not what life is about. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. But the rewards are unbelievably fantastic, both in this world and the next. Okay, so we're to two VODs today, which are actually very different. One's a little bit short, which will give us a little bit of an assignment. But one's a little bit longer. We're going to discuss Mrs. Afi's question from last week, because that's about number two. Okay. So Revolva says as follows. Reb Simcha Zissel, who is the altar Mikelem, the greatest disciple, the greatest student of Rabbi Saul Salanter. He founded a, founded a yeshiva called the Kelm Yeshiva, which made many of the mashkichem, many of the, de- uh, the of spiritual leaders of the Lithuanian yeshivas. He writes as follows: Savlanus who he shoyrish kol midas ramalis patience, being bear, being able to bear, is the root, the root 
of all good character traits and noble attributes. Now, where is he coming from? It's a pretty bold statement. Umikor Devarov, and the source for his words, is Betoma Devar Shel Haramak, is from the day tree of the Devarah, from the Rav Moshe Kodavar. Anyone ever hear that book, that work? I hope you did. I gave a class. I gave a class this last winter. <laughs> so, it was the Torah Dvara of the Ramak. Shikasa by Dvara Muhammad is a fantastic work. Unbelievable work. Uh, I, you know, I, one day I will give it a class again just because that text was, was fantastic. Um, Targum translated it, but like any translation, a lot is in the depth of Kabbalistic work. Shikasa was a Dvar Niskavim. So the, the work, of course, talks about the 13 attributes of how Hashem, of, of mercy, how Hashem uh, rules and deals with the world from based on a verse in Micha, which we say when? By Tashlach, right? That, right? right? That, those, that, that, that verse we say in Tashlach, in fact, the main thing of Tashlach is saying this, these 13 attributes of mercy found in Micha. So it says as follows: Mi kel kamoicha, Moira al hayaisa kadosh baruchu melech ne'alav. When we say mi kel kamoicha, it shows that God is a despised king. Imagine God's a despised king. Soivel alboin, mashlich liuha ra'ayon. He takes humiliation. God kaviyachol. Remember, this is a kabbalistic work more than the imagination could possibly think about. God knows everything of every moment of each of us of every day of our lives. Everything. And not only about us in this room, but everyone in this world. Right? God is all-knowing, omnipotent, all-powerful, constantly knows what, he knows what you're thinking right now. I don't know what you're thinking right now, but God knows what you're thinking right now. Right? At this moment, the oid in rega shloye adam knows God know all, but there's no second of existence. Shloye adam nizon umiskayim ekoyich all yonu mashpi alav. Each one of us who are alive right now, thank God, are being put into existence by God. God would take off of that. Someone would have a heart attack, die on the spot. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be here. So each at every human being, every moment of the day, God is continually giving chayim, continually giving life. Right, so imagine when a person sins, I discussed this at length, I'm not going to focus on this as much now, but when I gave this class, but when a person's sitting, right, there's a general who just re- resigned, actually the head of the CIA, right, as he was sitting, God gave him life. By the way, it's unbelievable. You really think about how the Yitzhahara works. A person can give up so much for a few seconds. Right? You know how the Yitzhahara works in life. You look at, at, at just a person gets blinded of what's important. You look, when you see these human examples, if anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about, you can read the front page of any newspaper tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, right. My point is, is, when you look how the Yitzhahara can blind a person to what, for small pleasure, the consequences in marriage and career and life, he's a guy, the finished guy. He'll never, his family, like, 
And that's how the Yitzhar goes to all of us, by the way. Just, that's just a side point. Like, Yitzhar is able to blind the person so much to, to not realize consequences. Well, you know the greatest blinding is? As we are sinning, God's giving us life. <laughs> Literally, I mean, the, the sec- as God's giving us the life to sin. He's a, and he's, imagine, imagine the following thing. A father giving a son something, and the son punching the father in the eye as he, as he gives it to the son. Right? God's giving us life, or it's like, boom! You know, the point of life is not to sin, not to do something illicit. And as God gives us life, we're just going, bam, thanks for the life. Right? You know, that's what, so God is, that's how long this body. Can you imagine? As He's giving the human being life, they're sinning. God doesn't pull back life just because the person sins immediately. Of course, eventually there's a reckoning. But the moment the person's sinning, doing something illicit, whether it's vulgar, whether it's, it's, it's a sin of omission, which means they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, God is not pulling back life. It means He's giving life at that moment, even though a person sins. And for that reason, God is a despised king. He's God so much that He gives a person life, and at that moment where God's giving a person life, God's person is taking that life, the hate and sin, the oven and iniquity and angering God. God holds back. Don't think that God can't pull, can't take a person's life. In one second, the God could have per- taken away even the ability to sin. He could, a person sitting with his hands and his eyes and his ears and his head, with whatever it may be. And God could pull back and not allow him to, not allow him to do it, but he, allow, he still gives the person life. Now why God allows us, of course, is for free will, not our conversation right now. So the angels call God Melech, Melech Aleph. Right? He's a despised king. This is as the Moshe Kardavaro, who was the Rebbe of that Rizal, was, was the, the biggest callous before the Rizal. God, you are the kindest, the most giving. You, you could have taken revenge and collected what's yours. And nevertheless, you bear the Nelav, and you stay despised. You give a person a chance to atone. Right? I mean, if, if God wanted to really go to any college fraternity and sorority, it would be like, uh, you know, they have life, let the clue, the clue is what they're doing. Like, there's no musog, no comprehension of what life is, of what life is about and why we're here in this world. So as God's giving these people life, I don't know, it applies to all of us also. None of us can say that, that you know, who, who can say they don't sin. I, I'm just picking some words, obvious. But now, we think God's all kinds. God can bear, even though that same human, 99.9% of the humans who He creates, as He's giving them life, they're, they're going ahead and squander. It's not wasting it, doing something which is the, usually the antithesis of it. Not only is this an attribute for Hashem, but it's an attribute for us. We have to aim for this level. No, no, here Revolva explains. This is the first in the, the work, the Torah of the 13 attributes of mercy. 
This is how God runs the whole world as we speak at this moment. The author wrote this approximately um, almost 500 years ago. And at this moment, right now as we're living, God's giving constant life. People, who knows what they're doing right now in the, in the world, right? Constantly. So it's only an advantage right now. Right? Every second God has this. If we did, if God did not have this attribute, by the way, what would happen to us, to the world? We couldn't exist. The world would not be able to exist. Right? It's a good thing God despised me, because we would not exist. We should follow Hashem. That we should also carry our world. What does that mean? Gama the A person could do good, kind, invest in people, invest in things. Right? we do so favors to somebody, and the minute they hurt us, we pull back. No, we, we pull back. Sometimes, by the way, people you help the most are the people who go after you the most. Right? It's almost sometimes they, you know, there are many people who are very appreciative, and there are other people who are uncomfortable with the help, or they, or they feel guilty, or they are just ingrates. I, you know, <laughs> I, I know Moshe Sheriff. Everyone wants to read a nice biography. Moshe Sheriff uh, was the head of a good Israel of America for many years. And he was really responsible for much of the positive things that orthodoxy achieved on a legislative level and on a, on a public relations level for many, many years. The fact that you can... You know, many of the accomplishments as far as day schools getting any government money or people not working on Shabbos or standardized tests being not taken on Shabbos, we don't realize it. We think it's, yeah, this is, ha, ah, it's great. I can, if I have the LSATs on, on Tisha B'Av, I don't have to take it. You know, since when? You know, you, you in 1925, that was not the case. You had to work on Shabbos, you lost your job. Right? A lot of these individuals, Ramosha was probably first, first and foremost, not the only one to be involved, but probably the most important. So he once said, when he does someone a favor, he hopes that after a while they only throw pebbles and not stones at him. Because mm-hmm. very often, the same person you helped out so much, uh, they, they're the ones that come against you. Like, you know, here you help the person out. And on the contrary, they're unappreciative or they even vilify you. Now, that's by public officials. By public officials, it can be, you know, people who really have ingratitude. But even in, in our daily relationships, it could be you went out of your way. This lady had a baby. You helped her and you did this and this and this and this. And the day you get sick, there's no time for you. Right? No. I, I, I invest in her. I'm friendly. I listen to her stories. I have a story to tell her something on my mind. This person doesn't listen. So what ha- what's our, our reaction usually when we have this? So I'll tell you a bunch of shared reaction. He didn't stop giving. This is why I'm using him as an example. He didn't say, oh, this guy was, didn't help me out. I'm never helping him again. Or I invest in this. I'm gonna, on the contrary, I'll either ignore, or be angry at, you know, or be furious at. And that's it. Uh, no, a person does something, right? We don't like it, so we we pull back. Sometimes we're stuck. It's our spouse. We're not gonna never talk to him again. But but we're not gonna be so giving, right? Uh, 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 it's all ladies here, and you know, uh, uh, wife puts on makeup every day for a husband she comes home good thing to do fantastic thing to do Jewish thing to do you know people would put on makeup when they go to jazz and dinner I never saw in the court a source I don't know you want to look respectable you go out when your husband comes home I'll give you five sources that you should do that it's a fantastic gesture of Shalom bias. fantastic right now he comes home he's like you're upset I can put on makeup for him 
person, that's that's reactive, right? I'm not doing this for this guy, you know. I'm not, you know, he doesn't. I'm not. I'm not. So reactive. I mean, I mean, so that's a negative. You do it, and he doesn't respond. He didn't say thank you, you know, you know, or it was a general thank you. It wasn't a specific thank you. And one thing they tell Hassan, and boys don't get this, by the way. But I always explain to them when your wife does something you have to be specific and say thank you like for a boy like thank you is enough like you know what if this you know but the details are important so lady does this make sense to you by the way yeah okay so you ask a man when someone's had a baby how much the baby weigh how long was the baby I don't know uh, ask a woman she knows every single detail about the newborn absolutely it's true right, it's just a it's so right so but, so but so now imagine imagine since men are Martians, okay, uh, you react. So how do you react? You're not, you're not going to get angry at your husband. That's just not. And it, people who do that obviously when they're married. So that doesn't happen. But what you do is you react that you're a little colder, or you don't put on the makeup, or you don't make him his favorite dish. When life is good, you'll make him that fish, that Spanish mackerel, the fish that he loves with his sauce. I'm going to put an extra effort. I'm not in the mood. Yeah, some, some frozen yourself frozen fish. I like the the frozen fish is very good, but it's not the same, right? Yeah. Right? You sell regular fish also, so you get the regular fish. But right? But I'll, I'll, we'll make some you know frozen pizza. After you have to make them that. Usually, when in a good mood, you'll do a lot more, right? You know, so if you're not in a good mood, you'll, you'll hold back a little bit. That's called reacting, right? That's 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 showing your upsetness and, and other people. It could be all nothing. You won't give to them anymore at all. You, you, because you have the ability not to give to them. You have the ability not to in, in, invest in them. But he knows the oitzar v'chasu shalom v'gamu machav v'salomu. Right? He doesn't have to do any more chesed. A guy, um, I, I remember somebody lent his car, and somebody ruined the car. So again, I'm not. So sometimes you get burned. You learn a lesson that you don't give a car to a sixty-year-old. It's, it's a good lesson to learn. So, but you know what? If you give a car to a thirty-five-year-old who's responsible, most probably, under the laws of nature, has no traffic tickets. It's a safe, safe bet, right? Why shouldn't you lend a person a car who needs a car, who's a safe driver? Now, if you can't sleep at night because you do that, that's just not for you. But if there's no reason, right, not to. Just because you had a bad experience once, you won't be turned off. So even in, in relationships, no one's talking about taking abuse and not correcting it. Right? But the reaction is, I'm not wearing makeup because I'm upset. It's, it's not a corrective measure. That's a, an emotional reaction. Corrective measures, communication is important. If you're disappointed, communicate with your husband when you're calm, as I mentioned last week. Never when you're upset because he doesn't hear the message. He just sees an upset wife. Hopefully not irate. But right, but but certainly upset, and you, you, the message doesn't get through. So of course communicate. I, I, if you can't communicate with a, a spouse or with a friend, that relationship will never be healthy. Right? So communication skills are very important. I'm not talking about that. I think that's important. As I mentioned last week, you have to communicate calmly when you're in, in the right set of mind. When you're able to articulate your ideas, and when the person, I mean, when you're calm at the right time, you know if you see. Your friend, your child, your spouse, your parent is ed- edgy, agitated, stressed. That's not a good time to communicate. And you pick a, a good opportunity when life is going good. Your husband says, let's go for a walk. Oh, great. Time to go for a walk. Things are great. 
And then you, you figure out how to say it nicely. Now you go out to, to dinner with your mother, and life is good. I do say a few compliments, and then you try to, you know, I, because this relationship is important, I want to communicate. But if you do it and you're upset and angry, you're not going to get anywhere. But we're not talking about lack of communication. I'm talking about emotional reactions. I'm not wearing makeup. I'm not talking to this person. I'm not being so friendly. I'm not being warm. Or worse, I'm angry. And they'll feel, feel my wrath. The look. You know, that, that look like you want to rip someone's head off. Not that anyone here would have that look. But, you know, the look. And like, you see the person across. Right? So, that's not corrective. That's not communication. Right? That's reactive emotional reactions. So, Sure. Very practical, I think, as everybody. If you still have at times, you know, an intense feeling of frustration over the situation, what do you do on the spot until you, you know, right? It might not be the right time to communicate your frustration because you might not be able to use the right word and so forth, but you're frustrated. It's, it happened already. You've been working on Sabdanus and still you got caught, you're frustrated. So, right. what do you do until, you know, what do you do? So, I'll tell you a famous story. It's a good question. Thank you, Seller. Famous story. There, there was once in the 19... It was the turn of the 20th century. There's a, a, a seaf of great gedolim. And they were discussing... I don't want to tell you the topic because it would take us off topic. It was a very contentious discussion and debate amongst the great sages of, of Europe on how to deal with a certain thing. Very contentious. And at one point, two of the elder, greatest sages had a sharp disagreement about what to do. One of them was the Chavetz Chaim, and the other was the Ur Sameach, the Meshachachma, Mir Simcha Mitzvinsk. Everyone heard of these people? Right? These are like giants of giants. Okay? By the way, they're both Kohanim. Okay? The uh, Chavetz may be a little more famous, but I'll tell you one thing. Chaim Salavechik, the one from Brisk, when he asked someone to say to, to have a man during verse Kohan we asked the Or Sameach and the Or Sameach was a giant of giants um, there's a Shiva named after the Or Sameach right? yeah. so <laughs> that's how most people so the the guys had this discussion and it got heated that Chavetzchaim held one way the Or Sameach held another way and the Or Sameach thought the Chavetzchaim was so wrong and he got very upset and in the middle of the conversation he walked out of the room he literally just got out of the room and walked out <laughs> because he felt he was going to just <coughs> tell the Chavetz Chaim strong language he walked up the Chavetz Chaim remarked look he said he walked out a good thing right so if you can't deal with the situation and there may be a moment walk out get out of the situation don't talk and if you're stuck go you know say I need a few minutes right better to say I need a few minutes than to say the wrong thing I I, 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 I I will tell you again I can't say I'm the most experienced but I have some experience words will haunt you for years if you say the wrong things in the most intimate relationships parent-child right, that those words just echo and even if you're upset the fact that your, your mother called you whatever uh, or a husband called you or a sister called you it will always echo in your ear at some level. So it, the worst thing to do is to express it. If you're stuck in that situation, say, I need a few minutes and get out of it. That's, and I'm, I'm telling you a story of two great sages. Um, Call a timeout. 
Huh? You call it time. Right, exactly, exactly. Exactly, if you feel you, and again, these are, if the, or, or Samech needed a time out of life, then we all can need a time out of life. It's not, uh, nothing wrong. Uh, see somebody do something. I'm not going to invite this person, I'm not going to be friendly with them, I'm not going to do anything. Now again, if someone's a negative influence, we're not saying to hang out with this person. But, we're not talking about that. We're talking about your friends, your girlfriends, okay? Your girlfriends, an, a normal, person. Normal people make mistakes and do dumb things. And normal people over the course of years will do something that's hurtful towards you. Okay? Not Sometimes they can even be malicious, they're in a bad mood. Most of the time it's innocent or lack of foresight or just short-sighted. Okay? So, I'm not, I'm out. I'm, I'm not dealing with this person anymore. They're not for me anymore. Right? Or if the relationship is hampered for the next five years, you know, five years later, maybe I'll forget the serious capital offense that she, you know, she invited this girlfriend for a walk in on me. How dare she? Right? She forgot it's my birthday. Serious things that deserve ca- capital punishment. Um, he says, um, he's actually talking to a, an Akurla. He says, to a Tamachom, think, right, if you are like Hashem. Hashem doesn't say, I gave you life. You sinned off with your head, right? The way Hakadosh Baruch Hu says is that I'll give you a chance to repair. Um, if you are a patient, bearing person, you'll be able to deal with the things around you without destroying it, without ruining it, without ruining yourself. Because guess what? When you're emotional, when you're not wearing makeup, you don't feel good because you're spiteful to your husband. Right? But it's not, I'm not going to be campaigning for, to wear makeup, but, <laughs> but it's not a bad thing. Or, or, or to look nice for your husband. I, I, I just, as a side point, I, you know, I, don't get, I, don't, I rarely have an opportunity to only ladies, I'm not going to say this in front of men. But it, it's such an important investment. People get dressed up for shola for outside occasions. I, the most important person to dress up is for your loved ones. I mean, it just, you know, to walk around in a, in a snood and whatever, like, unkempt, like, it would be a terrible, terrible loss of importance. You know, when you're around someone important, you look good. There's no one, no one, now, no one more important than your loved one. Okay, this is just Aleph base. So, you don't feel good. If you're uh, smart enough to do that, you don't, you don't feel good. I mean, it, 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 Hey, 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 if you when you when you see this girlfriend you used to be really friendly with, and now you feel uncomfortable around it, it's not a good feeling for you. Fit <laughs> the relationship. It's, it's you're ruining your own world. Right? It's not healthy for you. Again, now there are relationships relationships which are not healthy. No one's going to invest in that. Most people, though, it's not a question of unhealthy. It's people making mistakes. Right? Or people had a bad day. Or people lost their temper. Okay, the people lose their temper. Good people. Right? Good people say things which are hurtful. Good people do things which are dumb all the time, all of us included. Right? We do it to others, we hope they forgive us, right? and we should be forgiving. So that, the key is, I mean, now you said... Mrs. Sidorovsky never does that. Never. That's what I'm woman. So, so he said, like, so, we're, so, we're, so if we don't bear, we're going to be ruining our personal world and our relationship to us and our relationship to, to Hashem. Okay, in our relationship to Hashem. Now we learn, we're going to add on to what we discussed last week. Now for this 15 minutes, we're going to add on. I think you're going to have to add on to these 15 minutes. 
Not the time. Oh. The quality. <laughs> if you want to add to the thing, it's... It didn't work like a charm. You can have an army over there. So we learned another way. How are we going to have these 15 minutes which we're going to build off? Kiasavlan mufkamikas. That a savlan is removed from anger. It's not that you have the other table 15 minutes. Right? Now let's go back to the kiss, build the ketchup. And, and you got to stop. Now you're sitting there angry. I'm not going to express it. No. What can I get you next? You're going to continue to be chesed. Because you know what? The kid is a kid. Well, there are big kids and there are little kids. You're going to be... People make mistakes. You'll, you'll, you'll be just as giving to them. Right? You're not going to change. You'll be giving even though they, they, they messed up. Again, if someone's malicious, someone's dangerous, we're not talking about such a person. Those people still have to be... Can't lose your cool, but don't hang out with them. Right? A person... Who, who, who is a negative person we're not talking about we're talking about people who do thoughtless or moments of weakness or, or just regular human beings um, impulsive what? people are impulsive and some people are stressed and people are, right so Asal Mam Shlahita he does good even after Pagia by the way I have to recommend the book my wife got this book she's, ha- keep, she's been reading it by her her, by her bed and so I've been picking up here and there this book I, 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 I am floored I don't know maybe some people read this book it's about Robertson Kanievsky about Sheva oh, Kanievsky I've heard of that this book I, in the beginning I was floored I was telling my wife to read it again and read it again because it talked about how she let her husband learn a lot of Torah and I was like this is a great book <laughs> you know thanks for having me read this book it's fantastic you know my wife's friend told her she feels guilty stopping her husband for Torah I was like this is perfect what a gift for wives but then you know but then I got um, it's about Batsheva Kanievsky Rebetzin Kanievsky it's an art school book art school you'll ask my wife she'll, she'll know you, 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 it's, uh, yeah, so but yeah it's uh, but the point I, that I, I wanted to get to, it talks about she had open hours in her house. I was there many times, not to speak to her, but to speak to her <laughs> husband. Uh, I think I never I said hello to her maybe once, but I saw her quite all, you know, quite a few times. Um, and it talks about her open hours and the people who would come into her house. For those, who, I mean, you read how she dealt with people. Some of the people came into her house, insulted her, you know, and she'd constantly give to them. I mean, you read about a person. And the, you know what, the, what her husband said her greatest meet is? He told his, her sons to stress at the Shiva house that she was a Savlan. That's what he said. <laughs> I, this is exactly this Chaburo. Right? He said about his wife that she was her greatest meet. In the book it brings out that before Shiva, he told his sons, they asked him, what should they stress? He said, stress that your mother was a Savlan. Not that Rebetzin Kanievsky was tr- spread herself for Torah, which she did, unbelievable. Not that she was a holy lady in her power of prayer, but she was able to give so much to so many people. I mean, it's unbelievable. This book, it's 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 shocking. Right? Such a human being lived in our generation, right? So, I mean, I'm you know shocking. I mean, I sure the the process of reading such a book is you can see what a human being can become. Now, it's not that shocking if you read the book about her grandfather, Rabbi Levine, the Tzaddik of our time. Okay, also fantastic anyone remember that book right fantastic book right? you learn about a person who was a savlan and a chesed but reading books about people allow us to aim high so it's one of the things that Ramchal recommends in Path of the Justice and Sosha Sharm is to read about Sadiqim and Sakaniyas 
because it allows us to imagine what we could become as well. It gives us a vision of what we, we should aspire to. I, I am positive that Rebetzin Kanyevsky had bad days. I'm positive. And the book is going to stress her fantastic days. But you know what? If we could have even close to her, you know, we'd be in good shape. Right? Good shape. So it's a good book to read. So the more we asavo, we, not only won't we react negatively, we'll still be a giver. Even, and he says, to this you have to be a lamdan. A lamdan in, in yeshivish means a person who can dissect the Talmud. But what he's referring to is to be erudite. How you do it to know how every situation is different. Right? You have to be able to understand human psychology, to understand your own psychology, and to see, to know that no two situations are alike, and no two moments are alike, and if you things to go. But not to be reactive and recoil. So, that, that, so here's our 15 minute qualitative change. You don't have to add on more. 15 minute qualitative change. And that is, if in anything in that 15 minutes, if something does something to you negative, hurtful, annoying, not to react negatively, but to continue to do good. Right, now, I'm at my dinner table, so I don't think anyone in my family is going to throw a rock at me. They may throw food at me, they're not going to throw a rock. So what do I know? I know that I'm in a a situation where I picked a purposeful situation if this kid's sick, this kid's not in a good mood, if this kid doesn't want soup this way, the chicken has too much ketchup, no, too little ketchup, right? This one's sitting in my seat. No, this one's in my seat. This is, by the way, every night, just just <laughs> in different permutations. So, it's not that I'm going to be upset at kid and your sister's going first, this one's in my Of course, it may be I need to teach them a lesson, and that's part of it as well. But it's a little bit easier because I, I, I'm, I'm a parent and I have a, a, an intrinsic love. But, I'm not going to be reactive, right? And with spouses, I, 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 I know because I, I have dealt with it enough uh, in my office. People react and they do things, emotional reaction, whether it's makeup or talking or even more severe things or they're just getting into fights or they're not as friendly or warm. I, it, it, you're not going to be unwarm. Your spouse is not someone you're not ever unwarm with. I mean, this is... I, you, need, you may need to communicate. A parent, your mother, a father... You're always warm to. <laughs> okay, assuming you're in a functional, normal, healthy relationship, right? The normal people, and maybe you have to communicate, and it may be you, know, you have to articulate, but you're never cold, cool, screaming. It's just, it's not, it doesn't go. And even with people who you think are a little bit more perturbing or annoying, you have to learn how to not let that bother you as well. Okay? This is VOD, the first part. Ready for number two? Yeah? Number two is Mrs. Avni's question. A little bit different, but it also shows how crucial, how integral patience is. If you want to learn how to be patient, you have to learn how to be patient with others. And patience with others will save us from chaos, will save us from anger. We also have to be patient with ourselves. Our desire to grow in life, we say to steig, right, means to, to, to grow, is we stumble why, many times. Why? By our character deficiencies, 
Right? We're weak in character at some level. Each of us have our own personal weaknesses in different areas. Bishikha, we forget. I'm not supposed to get angry. Right? I, I'm going to speak to my cat, ch- cat, kid gently. I'm going to, you know, not be sad when this happens. I'm not, I'm going not to get, to be lazy. I'm going to get to show. I'm going to get to this class. I'm going to do this. We have character deficiencies. Bishikha, uh, we forget. Bishikha, we're not consistent. We're not stable. Right, some days we're good. You know, people die to like this. You know, like one day they have a good day, a bad day. You know, pretzels are a little bit too close to me today, or whatever. Most people are tempted by pretzels, the chocolate, the, the ice cream. Right, I, to walk into pars, you have to be careful over there. Right, where which aisle you work on? Uh, okay, hey, you have a good. We're okay sometimes. On other days, uh, not as much. Or, or anything other. Yates the hard Sometimes we're happy, 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 happy. You know, days sad, sad, sad. God gives us rocky fields. Right? We, each one of our rocky fields are a little bit different. The is to a person. has no patience with themselves. Chishmaher, then very quickly, I'm going to give up completely of all growth. They'll give up. I'm, I'm just the person who's not going to be calm. I'm a nervous wreck. I've been a nervous wreck since I'm 20. I was a nervous wreck since I'm 30. I was a nervous wreck since I'm 40 and 50. I'm a nervous wreck. Leave me alone. I can't change. I, I'm argumentative. I was argumentative when I'm 36. I'm argumentative now. I am not a warm person. Even though being a warm person, I even, now some people are naturally warm. Being warm to your children is healthy for everyone. I mean, if you're not warm to your children, you're, you're depriving them. At some level, I, I'm not a warm child. I'm not warm to my parents. Every parent wants wants warmth. What parent doesn't want warmth? From their children. What parent doesn't want warmth for their children? Not, not warmth. No warmth for my spouse. I mean, it, <laughs> I, not warm for their spouse. I mean, something like this. I'm not warm. Now, again, some people are naturally warm, and some people have to work on that. But if you don't have a, a warmth, it's something you should work on. Right? It doesn't mean, I mean that maybe you know it's important for relationships to feel a sense of warmth. Okay, so a person doesn't have patience with himself; they give up. Even if they don't give up completely, they fall into depression. Now, some people, I'm not talking about clinical issues over here. They fall in; they're depressed. I wanted to work on this. No, it's not much slip. It's not for me. I, I, I've seen this in yeshivas. You see boys who who have aspirations to be Tamidei Chachamim Torah scholars and they give up right they, they give up I remember I was learning with somebody many years ago this kid was the captain of this basketball team on Long Island very good basketball player I in my youth played basketball so I, I could relate to this uh, so he was, you know, he was younger than me so I told him he, he said Gemara is not for me Gemara is not for me how did this guy had a type A personality beyond belief? And the minute he wasn't the best at the thing he was doing, he gave he was willing to give up immediately. So I said to him as follows. He said, you know, let me explain this to you. And when you're like seven years old, you go to the basketball court and you see guys playing ball, sixteen years old, right? Dribbling behind, uh, imagine basketball, I'm sure you've, right? Dribbling behind the back, to the legs, dunking the ball, slapping high five, having a great time. 
So yeah, wow, this is something I want to do. This looks so much fun. So you get, you're a seven-year-old, you get on the court, you take the ball, you can barely dribble, right? You take the ball, you throw it, it looks like a fun, you throw it, you hit the bottom of the net. Totally, don't even hit the net. Third time you throw your hardest, you hit the clunk at the bottom of the rim. This game is the worst game in the world. Right? But, you see all the big guys are having fun. Looks like a good thing. So, you start to practice. You go out there every day. By the time you're 9, 10, you start hitting some shots. Right? 11, 12, you start playing more. Do the ball. By the time you're 14, 15, this is the best game in the world. You can't play off the court. So, did, did basketball change? No. You change. You are able to play the game. So I told this guy, Gamara is the same thing. If you have no skills in Gamara, Gamara is going to be very frustrating and aggravating. But if you if you learn the game, you'll be good at it. Well, if you give up, you never get there. Right? And whatever trade we're going to be working, we're probably working on stuff. This is a this is a general thing. Right? You're never going to get there. But if you think it's going to happen in one night, now some of us here, I'm sure, anger is not our biggest problem. I know somebody asked me, you know, could you work on talk about happiness? And someone asked me, could you work on this? You know, all good. I mean, <laughs> I can't do it all at once, but all good, right? But whatever you want to work on, whether it's prayer, whether it's sublimus, whether it's uh, being a giver, being a warm person, it doesn't happen overnight. It could take years. I mentioned last week about Moshe Feinstein. It's the end of his life. He was, you know, it takes years. Of course, we'll see improvement. Study but shortly, but it could be years, and you'll have failures. You'll have days which are which. But if a person gives up, it's because they don't have the patience for it. They have wrong expectations. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they don't have the vision and the perseverance to get to where they have to. And the way, the way you have that is is uh, by patience and understanding that things don't happen overnight. And if you don't, you can have atzvus. There's nothing as destructive to serving God as depression, unhappiness. It's a knockout for the Yitzhahara. You become paralyzed. Right? If you are depressed, right, that's the greatest... You know, you're not in the mood to do anything. You know, you're just, I'm just not in the mood. Right? You don't want to daven. You don't want to study if you're a boy. You don't want to do kind deeds. You don't want guests. You want to just leave me? It's not in a mood to connect to Hashem. The worst thing, and certainly if it gets severe depression, that is the greatest. Because the Yitzhak doesn't have to work on your individual sentences and affairs. You're just not going to do anything. It's like I am not in the mood for anything. A person just like completely is, gets out of the mood. So depression, when a person feels they're not going anywhere, is the worst thing in the world. Adam very often person starts growing and that's not only a person becoming observant but a person you know I had a guy at my table Friday night from a different city so I asked him you know do you work on this <laughs> guy first thing this question is life are you working on Shabbos are you working on prayer what do you mean I'm not, I'm not an ish you know like I said I said well, what do you think the purpose of life is you know yeah, I mean, the guy heard so imagine this guy left San Jose goes back to the east coast and says Okay, I've been religious my whole life, but now I'm going to have Shabbos. I'm going to do Shabbos. I'm going to work on Shabbos every single Shabbos. Right? I'm going to work on Shabbos because if I just do Shabbos, I don't work on Shabbos. It's not going to be Shabbos like it's supposed to be. I'm going to work on my Zemiris. I'm going to work on the Parsha. I'm going to work on feeling close to Shabbos. Which is Shabbos supposed to bring? Right? And lo and behold, he gets back 
he was gone for November 6th, the election comes. And his wife was, I don't know, probably not, they had a discussion, and then, and then he meets on a show, he says, what happened over here? And he doesn't have Shabbos. And he, you know what he can easily do? Give up. I want to go to Shabbos. I can't do this. I, I, I told someone else about Lashon Hara. No, I tried it at lunch. Tony said, this thing's not for me. You know, like, you know, I, or, you know, once in a while I can do it, but I can't begin this then, right? So a person, you know, they, they, I'm not, even in life, they're inspired to do something. And they're, every year, all of us have inspiration by Yom Kippur. I hope. If you don't inspire Yom Kippur, um, speak to the rabbi, please. So, <laughs> so, you know, yeah, you can walk out of Yom Kippur, this is what I'm gonna do, right? I'm inspired by Shana Yom Kippur, I'm gonna do, and you know what happens? Start to finish, start, and some things, some people achieve, but many things we don't. You know why? Because we have the wrong approach. Right? It doesn't happen overnight, right? I mean, or we or take on too much at once. So a person changes, they want to change. If a person strengthens himself, they can imagine this. Daven every prayer with intention. Daven every prayer with kavana. Every prayer. We can fix our character traits one after one. And we can become consistent. We imagine the following thing. This is all possible, by the way. But if any of us walk out of here tonight and say, Oh, by tomorrow, I'm going to dive into the rest of my life all my prayers with Kavana. My, I'm going to have sterling character traits. And I'm going to be consistent every day. So, what happens in a week from now or less, uh, when you don't see this Hatzlacha, you'll be very disappointed. Okay. There's a fantastic Medrash. Listen to this Medrash. This Medrash is in Shmai Sraba. It's talking about, anyone ever learned Eov? Eov? Anyone learned Job? Okay. So, Elihu was, was the last person to respond to, to Eov after he got sick and he, and he was questioning what's happened. So, Elio says to Eov, Hashem doesn't have the Kayach for this. That's a, the verse that I think. The God does not, is not, does not have the mighty strength for this. So, the matter says to you, somebody who hears Elio says this thinks he's saying blasphemy. But what Elio is telling Eov is, you don't find the, the mighty strength of God with his creatures. Because Baruch Hu doesn't come with his creatures too difficult but he only expects us according to our strength if God gives a Torah and comes with all this we wouldn't be able to stand if he comes to us each according to our strength is a tremendous principle in serving God Dal lamada. We're you know we we're, we're not exactly a hundred percent. Komahalakavoda shanu misnasim. As we grow in life, we have to build office. That means we have to go slowly but surely. Right? We can't expect immediate results, but we do have to have this perseverance. In the dream world, you read this book about Rabbi Tzinkanyevsky, you're like, oh my goodness, this this lady. I wish I could be like that, like a heart like that. I, a giver like that, I've told my wife to read that book again and again. <laughs> Please, read the book. She has to be fantastic. But, but, you know, uh, and, you know can you imagine, like, this lady, I mean, it's unbelievable. Right? Unbelievable. So, um, 
we imagine, like, you know, that we're going to be like that, and so we start working on ourselves, and doesn't that happen right away? So we'll be, we'll be disappointed. The way we do it is going slowly by slowly. You know, I'm sure all of us have had this experience. I know certain things that I've worked on for 20 years. And I'm a lot better today. I'm not perfect than it. But I see tremendous dividends from it. Right? Tremendous dividends from it. Um, you know, but if I would have imagined 20 years ago, it would take me 20 years, I don't know if I would... <laughs> uh, I, you know, you got to be slowly but surely. Um... Uh, you can't jump too far, but you have to, you have to jump a little bit. He says, fast and move a little fast. If you try to get too much, you don't get anything at all. Right? And, because if you go, if you don't have the, that patience with yourselves, we'll give up right away. Or we'll become depressed. Okay? You'll give up right away, or, 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 or you'll become depressed. Okay? Um, so we need tremendous patience with ourselves we need to be patient with ourselves because if we want to accomplish patience is not apathy with ourselves we're going we're gonna to have goals we're gonna, but we need to be patient we shouldn't of course be apathetic but we should be consistent in a way in improving and realize as the verse initially says and and the Bali Musar stressed, Sheva Yipol Tzadik that seven times a righteous person falls and gets up. Right? Even if you fall many, many times, if you continually get up, you'll be successful. If you don't get up, you'll never be successful. Sheva Yipol Tzadik means you're on the path, you get up. Right? You don't quit. Right? You decide you want to be a person who's never angry, don't quit. Work on the goal, you'll get there. Right? You'll get there. <laughs> Don't quit. The problem is, is that we give in. We, we, we quit. Right? Don't quit. So, in fact, with Hudner, who is a Rebbe of Revolva, to say that the way you grow is by falling. That, the, that if you want to... Let me give an example. Right? Uh, If you want to work on on on, 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 on you you mess up, okay? That mess up should be a tremendous light for the future. Of course, we didn't want to mess up, but now we know how we messed up, how we messed up, why we messed up, and we'll figure out why how I won't mess up next time. Right? On the contrary, we use that stumbling block as a light for the future. In fact, part of the growth is that mess up. It's, that it's going to propel us. First of all, that bitter feeling of messing up. Number two is realizing how I messed up and how I'll be better. Okay? Right? And how I'll, 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 I'll react better. If a person, again, I, as somebody asked me to talk about happiness. No one, so, if a person thinks that they have a tendency to think negatively. <laughs> okay? Right. And Pliskin, anyone, anyone read Pliskin's books? Fantastic books, by the way. Zelig Pliskin, fantastic books. So he talks in this book, Gave It to Happiness, about negative thinking. So he, said he, was once, uh, he was once talking to a guy about, you know, they were talking about it, and he was trying to help this guy not think negatively. So he points out to this guy, you see, there you are, you're thinking, thinking negatively. So the guy says, oh, now I'll never change. Now I see that, you know, his negative reaction to that was, no, I'll never change. Right? His negative reaction was telling me, I can never, I can never do better. But, 
on the contrary, he brings this guy. I think if I remember this book, he says he changed. One of the people did change. But if we if we want to think, ne- if a person thinks negatively, which is negative thinking, is one of the greatest causes of depression. anger or depression. Right? It's, some people some people negative thinking leads into anger. Other people leads into depression. Other people to anxiety. Right? Negative thinking is going to have a negative reaction. Different people handle it differently. Some people they get depressed. Some people are just very anxious because negative thinking, and some people get very angry. They just like they imagine whatever, and they, they walk around angry in life. Okay, and you know, and they give, they, they give up. I'm, I, I know people religiously that give up because of negative thinking. I know people give relationships because of negative thinking. I know people ruin relationships because they're angry. I know people who can't sleep at night because they're anxious because of their negative thinking. So, a person wants to work on negative thinking. If they imagine they're a negative thinker, that they're going to listen to one class or work on it for one week and they're going to be a positive thinker, they're going to be really disappointed and they'll just be negative with the negativity. They're not going to get anywhere. But if a person says to themselves as follows, I'm going to be a positive thinker. I am going to be a positive thinker. Okay? I mean, that, by the way, oh, what a difference your life would be be a positive thinker how fantastic right? but that's going to take years now you'll have re- immediate rewards because any time I think positively I've already gained something right? but it's going to take much effort many failures many going back to the drawing board and starting over again figuring out how I think more positively right? many times of being disappointed how I dealt with it and thinking why I messed up you know, I, I, the other day myself I was thinking negatively about something I woke up in the morning like, why in the world was I thinking that? Like, why in the world? Why in the world? It was like so dumb. You know? So absolutely dumb. But you don't work on it. It's not going to change. If you imagine, though, you go to one class, you'll decide to be a positive thinker or change overnight. If a person's a negative thinker, if a person's not a negative thinker, it can take less. But if a legitimately a negative thinker, it takes years. Mamish years, you'll gain immediately something and over time you'll gain more and more and more but it's a many year project you can't imagine it's going to happen immediately you do it slowly Sh- steadily and surely you'll get there and Sheva Yippal Tzav become you always get up you get up and you're patient with yourself right you're patient to get to the point you need you, 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 need, you need to get to Rab is Kishalim Adam he says very often you ask a person how they're doing a revolver was a mashkich of the yeshiva, which means he was a spiritual head of the yeshiva. He would ask boys all the time, how are you doing this? How are you doing this? He said, and what's their, what's their answer? I need divine help. Ma aluva imazu. How despicable this answer is. <laughs> well, wait, I need God's help. So what does that answer say? He thinks, the person who says this, imagine, ki hu, I've done everything I could. I've read Reb Zelenkin's book on positive thinking. I'm done. You know, I worked on myself for five minutes over a week. You know, I need God's help now. I've done my part. Right? I, I mamish, I've done my part. Right? I had, I, I, I've had people like who like just become religious and then they get frustrated. Like, like I put in all my effort. Why is this happening to me? Like they, you know, red carpet. I got any God's help now. Um, I've done my, but just love everything that's waiting. The fact that I'm not cool, calm, relaxed, or I'm not positive thinker, or I'm not uh, the the Baal's chesed, the, the person of chesed I could be. 
Right? The reason this has happened is all because of God. Right? It's, 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 you know, if God would help me, I'd be fine. But, you know, obviously, he doesn't, doesn't, doesn't want it. Uh, the, how to say some people, a person that's in their heart, they, they blame God for the, with a non-success. Right? I remember when I was talking to a Bukhar in Yeshiva. She said, I came to this Yeshiva and I tried. Uh, you know, obviously, it's not meant to be. Now, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, boy tried for like two, three days. <laughs> I, I happened to, by the way, I almost wrote this boy a letter to get into a different yeshiva. He was there for two years and very happy, you know. Because uh, after, after two weeks, he learned to like the yeshiva a lot and became in love. For the first three days, you know, like, ready to give up everything. You know, like, literally everything. So we, we do that all the time. Like, I tried, you know, I... I anyway, I think I once mentioned that one of my, one of my classes at Joshua's had a friend, you want to hear a good attitude, we were learning in, in Queens together. He was going to Lakewood Yeshiva. Uh, you know, and we ended up both there, but he beat me there. So, he said, I said to him, how do you know you like Lakewood? Lakewood's a big Yeshiva, and you know, big places, some people fall through the cracks. So I said, so I said to him, you know, how do you know you like the Yeshiva? So he tells me, because I'm going to make myself like the Yeshiva. If you have that attitude, you will like the Yeshiva. You know why? Because he's not going to give up. If we say, I'm going to make myself not get angry, that means whatever happens, as long as it takes, I'll get there. If the person wants to be a positive thinker, I'm going to be a positive. I don't. How do you know a positive thinker? I'm going to be. Of course, you need divine assistance, but if we have that attitude, right? We don't want to, we to hand me out to God, like you know, like I'll do two percent of my effort and I wait for ninety percent from God. That's not what it is. Being a positive thinker, being a calm person, is a lifetime of work, right? And, and again, it's well worth the price. <laughs> well worth the price. Right, being a happy person, being a holy person, being a person who learns Torah, well worth the price. It takes effort. Um, question? Wow, that's pretty good. I was thinking a question. I, I, <laughs> no, I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking. What is my question? But, um, I'm imagining that you're not, because there are times in one's life where you, you're. I'm going to have to think of the question and ask it later. I, I can't remember. I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw you articulate the question. Mine okay. was, okay. Yeah, was yeah, well, because because being positive is, is a good thing and it and it has a positive influence on ourselves as well as those around us. But there are times when we have to be honest with ourselves too and if something isn't right in our lives, um, I'm, what, I'm my, what I was wondering is, is it always a good thing to just talk like everything's great. No, but being positive doesn't mean being right. No, I don't want to get too much of this because that's the topic. Being positive does not mean being naive. Being positive means okay, this is not right. Great, I switch. (laughs) That's all you're doing. You're like you know, I'm able to. I'm able. Right, I'm positive that I have to do something else. Let's let's say this: a person, a person, a person, their kid is not doing well in, in this situation. I'm right. They're, they're, they're in the, they have, you know, whatever, the family relationship, right? Not an easy situation. It'd be much easier not to deal with it, right? But a person thinks to themselves, "I'll be, you know, positive that, uh, positive that this I will fix this this kind of situation, right?" So that's that's not gonna be a difficult situation, life. But even this difficult situation, I'll find how I'll deal with it correctly. And there's positive thinking. Right? Somebody gets sick. Well, let me think how... You had a flu, okay? 
Are you, are you, if you think positively, are you, are you being, are you being dumb? No, you know you have a flow. You're sitting in bed, you know, half knocked out, you know. So why do you think, so you can think that this is awful. Negative things like, oh, I can't believe this happened to me. I had so many appointments. Why me? I had to take my kids. I had this. I had this. Right? How come this one's not sick? How come I'm sick? Why now? Why this? I, I don't know if I'm going to survive this. My husband, he's not helping me out enough. Why can't he do more? The kids have no understanding what I'm going through. That's negative thinking. Positive is, okay, I, you know, sitting there in bed, half knocked out because you're sick. <laughs> not, you're not naive about that. But, you know, this is a kapara. This is an atonement. I'm going to learn from this to appreciate every day I'm healthy. And you know, now that I know what a flu is, I'm going to help people when they have a flu. I, and I can read this book on Rebbe Zinkanyevsky that's been sitting by my bed and I Lee mentioned eight months ago. I, and I heard this on the tape now. I'll read the book now. I, or I'm going to think how to be a better mother or when my kids are sick because now I know how they feel. And the fact that I am so short on um, strength and energy, I know when my kids are sick, I can relate to them that the fact that they're disbanding is not because they're bad kids, that they're just so same sickness. You're not being naive at the flu. You're just thinking positively as opposed to negatively. Okay, so the, the Pasek says initially, Ivelis Adam to solve Darko while Hashem Yizaf Libo. The foolishness of man makes his way, makes his way cro- crooked and he blames God and he's angry at God. Hagrol Ma'aver Sham the Vilnagoyen expounds and elucidates. Lefamim Adam Maschalumatoyer, the person begins to do torments. Now, sometimes the person was not observant, and then they become observant. Sometimes the person was, you know, floating along in mediocrity in the FFB world, or, you know, or, or in the religious world, you know, being a mediocre Jew, and they heard a sheer about not being mediocre. I'm gonna go, and they go full force ahead, right? And they started to get excited, right? And all of a sudden, they find life a little difficult. It doesn't go as smoothly as they anticipated. They imagined if I did this, then life should be dandy. You know, I I I made a little effort. I did. You know, they should have the red carpet should just come right out. Right? Everything should go right smoothly. I come to show every day of the week. I should God should be showering with me. Showering. I I, I come to show on time. I went to the class. I mean, I'm a tzaddik. I'm a tzaddikus. Right? Women, I don't go to the mikvah. I dive for 20 minutes before I go to the mikvah. I should be having triplets every single time. And every they grow up, they should... What's wrong? It's a piece of cake, no? My wife's a triplet. I know that. Yeah. Rabbi Ab's sister just had triplets. Yeah, I know. He said, when he told us, he said, better than me. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we imagine, we imagine, triplets aside, we imagine, like, you know, I do this, a woman wears a shaito, she thinks all of a sudden God's gonna just, and I will be, I've read, these are all great, fantastic things, dying every day, and wearing a shaito, all great things, all fa- going to make for fantastic things, so don't get me wrong, but we, we all of a sudden imagine, like, if I do something, everything will go, I decide, I'm gonna become, says the little Lagayin, it doesn't work out the way they like, and they get angry. And it doesn't God help those who call a person wants to the Shema, we do our part. So he says, but a person jumps steps. He says a person goes step by step, right? Step by step, then they get someone life. What happens if you jump steps? If you want to go up, up, up a floor or two, you start jumping steps. What happens if you jump a few too many steps at once? 
It's like fall on your face, you break your back, you broke your nose, you, you, fall, you, you injure yourself. Right? If you go too fast, too quickly, or you have wrong expectations, then on the contrary, your growth can become a negative. Right? You become either despair, or depressed, or angry. That's evelis adam disorder. The foolishest a man makes his way crooked. Right? The Hashem and he gets then angry. Hashem. So it's not when we're working on ourselves, being patient with ourselves. It's it's not like I can sit down 15 minutes at the table. My kids, I can practice being patient with others. How to do what? How do we become patient with ourselves? How do we become realistic that we should persevere, that we shouldn't quit, that we should be patient and diligent to get to the goal we want, right? So he says that the words of the Gra give us a path. So Vlana Zu in Iraq Mida Shibidiavid. It's not just that I shouldn't give up when I fall. You know, I fell off the horse, I'll get back on. I fell off working, I'll continue my path. To be realistic with ourselves. Where am I holding today? We have to know where we are. We have to know what the next step is. Okay? We have to know ourselves to know what our next step is. And everyone here is, is going to have different steps and different things. For some people here, you know, we're going to work on sneas. Alright, sneas doesn't mean just the way you dress, the way we act, our demeanor. Our stepped modesty. Modesty. Yeah. So our, our steps are different. Some people take three steps at a time in that. And that's normal, and someone could take a half a step, and that's okay. But for that other person, they can take five steps in patience. Some people can take five steps in laziness, right, to be even more alacrity. Some people can take positive, you know, again, if you're a negative thinker, I, I pick, the reason I pick negative thinking is because there is the people who are negative thinkers, when they start becoming aware of it, and they're cognizant, they want to change. But they give up the quickest. <laughs> of any media that I've ever met, people who are negative thinkers give up easiest. Anger is actually a close second. Uh, people who are angry tend to rationalize it, which is why I came full force. But negative thinkers, they, they, they want to think positively, but they revert in any situation to negative thinking. You know, sometimes because they're tired, sometimes they're hungry, sometimes because they had a bad day, sometimes because they didn't like the food at the Stanford Hill. Sometimes, oh, no, I'm joking. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes because their mother called them and insulted them, or really insulted them, the negative thinking makes them insult them. Sometimes because their husband didn't compliment them enough and really did, the negative thinking took it away. But they give up the quickest. I, I never see people who want to change and they literally give up and like they go backwards. Because you revert to time. I mean, right. So if you, if you, so, so being, uh, so what he's saying here, I'm mean, using an example or, or, or impatience. What we're talking about, being, not giving up is not enough. It has to be, you know, what we're holding, that we know how to do these incremental steps based on who we are, right? Because if we're unrealistic of what, how we can change, then we're not going to change, right? We have to know what our next step is and how we'll get there. Hey, if you think if you're a negative thinker and you had Hurricane Sandy and you have no power and electricity, if you imagine you'll be walking around the house calm, relaxed, and thinking positive, I mean, 
I mean, most people who are positive thinkers are going to be devastated by that. <laughs> so, you know, but, so and obviously that's not going to be that's going to be a, a, a too big jump for most people, right? So, a negative someone is a negative thinker has to say, "What my next step is? How I'll handle this better?" Right? Uh, we mentioned the question about anger. Some people, if they imagine they'll never get angry, it could be that their step is whenever they're upset, they'll walk out of the room. That's a step. So, recognition that I can handle that. I cannot handle being smiley. I can't do that. It's just not me. So that's that knowledge is, is, is knowing where, we're, where we are. And that's what allows us to get the next step correctly. So we can't give up. We also have to know the steps we need to take in it. That's part of this patience in our, in our, in our growth. Because Islam is someone we're going to work on it. So now we're working on patience. We're working on not getting angry. So we have to know ourselves. Right. We have to know ourselves. We have to know how we are going to improve. We have to know how, what our next step is. Right. And we have to be aware, as we're doing it, how to do it. If we have that patience in ourselves, and we know personally how we deal with life, and how we deal with stressful situations, how we deal with when people do things that we don't like, or we don't appreciate, or we're in a bad mood anyways. You know, sometimes we're, we get angry, we're, we woke up angry. <laughs> it's in a bad mood. Like, and the fact that this person... You know, like I once said in one of drushes, some people get a bad mood and just you have to step in their way. You know, you're the, the, the unlucky recipient. It's nothing to do with you. Just they woke up in a bad mood. Right? So if we know we wake up in a bad mood, we have to know how, what our step is when we're in that bad mood. So patience with ourselves, to, to summarize, these two things. And this will help us in working on patience with others. Number one, number one is not giving up and committing to the challenge. Right? Not giving up. Being willing, being willing to say, I'll fall, and I'll fall again, and I'll think over how to do it, and I'll be better tomorrow, and I'll work on it, and over time I'll get better, and the dividends are fantastic. And number two, individually, we have to know where we're holding in life, and what our next step is, what's realistic for us. And if we do that, then we won't be disappointed, on, on, on the contrary, we'll realize, you know, the steps that we need to take to increase our patience and decrease our anger, and that doesn't only apply to this, it applies to all me. This, we will continue next week. Thank you. Thank you.